Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Roz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, Dental Advice Show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, did you get vaccinated? Not yet. Not yet. I'm uh, delayed. What is the status in Washington State? Um, I haven't really put too much effort into figuring that out yet. I figured there's it's going to be chaos initially. Um, they they did make it that dentists can administer the vaccine, but I want no part of that. I I just I don't want the responsibility and and everything like that. So yeah. I'll let everybody else figure it out. Um, I got mine today. Yeah, I saw that. Good for you. No thanks to the Texas Dental Association. Of course, of course. Did I've you get been... it at the local Walgreens? No. Um. So <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the deal. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, my Go mom ahead. got hers yesterday. She's at a senior living center. And so they okay. well, yeah. advocated with the state or whatever and got some. And they were the first okay. um, like senior living facility that got it and administered uh-huh. it. So that was great. So okay. then I started hearing stuff through the grapevine. I was like, oh, some of the local pharmacies have it, but you got to call them. And so I'd call mm-hmm. and they would say like, you know, what, what profession are you or whatever? And I would say, dentist. And they would okay. say- no, you don't really? count. So then I call another one. I'd say a doctor. And then they'd say, well, what kind of doctor? And then I would say dentist. They would say, no, you don't count. And You're so kidding. then, yeah, exactly. Because apparently we were like 1C or whatever on the tier. No, we're, we're 1A. That's bullshit. Well, and so here's the deal is, is that university health system, which is uh, the system that the dental school here is in, Okay. Um, they advocated so hard and got so many doses um, that they vaccinated freshman dental students, freshman medical <laughs> students, freshman PT students, freshman OT students, freshman nursing students, people who aren't going to see the clinic uh, uh-huh. for an entire year, if not more. They vaccinated records clerks, admin teams, admin staff. They vaccinated everybody because they lobbied so hard and got so much that they just did everyone. Um Okay. So right. here we are. <laughs> I'm calling and I'm calling HEB or, or the local pharmacy or CVS or whoever. And they're telling me that I don't, I don't deserve it basically is what they're telling me. And meanwhile, like all the freshman dental students got it. Like what nonsense is this world? And I get bullshit. it. They're affiliated with a hospital, right? Cool. Now, Whatever. what should have been done was that hospital system should have vaccinated the people that needed it and then said, we're part of a community. So you know what? Like the other people who are high risk in the community, instead of vaccinating our fucking freshman dental students, we're going to vaccinate the people around who aren't affiliated with us uh-huh. that need it. But no, they no. selfishly gave it to all of their freshman occupational therapy students who, while I'm sure they're great people, don't necessarily need the vaccine right now. So um, I've been irritated with the Texas Dental Association in this, and I've been irritated with the American Dental Association, and I get it. Like, there's only so much you can do, but you've been telling me how great you are at lobbying for the last 20 years, Uh and um, all right, so I, like... Prove it. 
yeah, step up to the plate, big boys, Fuckers. and see what you can Jesus. do. So then I hear through the grapevine today that there's a, are you drinking champagne? I am. <laughs> That's rad. I just see Lance tipping a flute, tipping a champagne flute back. Uh-huh. Very nice. Those, that's a nice flute. Holy shit, that's rad. I've never seen Lance drink champagne on this before. Uh, what do Tuesday. I have here? What do I have? I have Is a, that a Whataburger? A Diet Dr. Pepper cup from Whataburger. I win. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, so I hear through the grapevine today that there's a hospital here in town who um, has said, that uh, they are vaccinating any healthcare worker that wants it. All you have to do is prove to them that you're a healthcare worker, either with a license mm-hmm. um, or a, like a membership card in an association, you know, um, or even a pay stub from a medical or dental practice. That's all okay. they need. Nice. And so I, that's where I went today and showed them my like DA registration or whatever, my driver's license. And within mm-hmm. 10 minutes, I'm getting the vaccine for free. Nice. Great. All right. So then I go on to post it on my Facebook so that any San Antonio dental friends can see it. And of course, everyone's like, thank you so much, you know, all Mm -hmm. this stuff. Um, And it just like comes down to like, why the fuck am I the one that has to do this? Why isn't the Texas Dental Association like calling and talking to these hospitals in different counties trying to figure out like, hey, here's two hospitals that are doing the same thing in Dallas. Here's two hospitals doing the same thing in Houston. Here's a hospital in San Antonio and in Austin. Like, and giving it to the members, like feeding that mm-hmm. information to the members. Like I get, okay, great. You went to bat, whatever. It didn't work out. The governor didn't put you up on the list. So now like your fucking people need to be beating down the phone to get this information because this is what's important to us right now. And this right. is what we rely on you for, like for your contacts in those areas, right? Right. Like, I mean, you pay dues. What the fuck are the dues for? That's what the for? dues money supposed to go for <laughs> is stuff like that, Right. Um, and of course, I like several of like my organized dentistry leadership friends are just railing me about how I could t- I, how I could speak ill of uh-huh. of such a wonderful organization. And it's just uh-huh. like like no, like here's the thing: you you guys have been advocating that hygienists like this that hygienists in Texas don't give anesthesia. That's what you've been advocating for because uh-huh. that's the policy of the Texas Dental Association because that's what the House of Delegates has voted on. And fine, cool, All but right. like. That doesn't really affect me all that much, and this shit does. And when I need you right. for something, you were a fucking absentee parent, man. Get yep. with it. Why should I be the one that has to be spreading the word? You guys should be burning up the phone. TDA sent two emails to me today. One of them said, like, hey, let me see if I can find it. One of them was like, grassroots is the best way to get vaccinated. And it's like, hey, we, <laughs> we tried to lobby, whatever. And, and then it said something like, Here's a, it was a a link to a website, which was the Texas State Health Department. And it was like a link of a directory of every place that received some vaccines, like every Mm. HEB, every Walgreens, every CVS, right? all of that linked to all of them and their phone number and all that shit. It was like, and the email literally said like, get on the phone and see what you can find. That's your idea of fucking helping me is sending me a list of phone calls to make. (laughs) Are you, are you high? So then get what the second email was. It's coming up on the end of the year and you might need to make some charitable contributions. (laughs) Why don't you make a charitable contribution to the Texas Dental Association Advocacy Fund or Smile Foundation? Why don't you go fuck yourself? Are you insane? You're asking me for money after you send an email saying, yeah, just call around and see what you can find. You're on your own. 
<laughs> wow. I think there was a Drake song. I think it's... Um, Kiki? No, it's it's uh, <laughs> started from the bottom now here. Okay. Um, it's There's a line that's like something like, we just had to get it on our own, which is like, they should have mm. just put that fucking Drake song in... Yeah, <laughs> in the email because that's right. what you fucking told me. It's like you just got to get it on your own. Uh huh. Working all night, traffic on the way home. Like, all right. <laughs> well, you told me a Jesus. fucking Drake lyric when it came when it came to to getting my yeah. my vaccine. Pretty it's, much. It says um, a potential small scale local option. While we keep fighting for you at the state level, there is another potential small scale option we want to help you with. DSHS, uh, Department of State Health Services, has put out a vaccine provider list of vaccine providers who received vaccines for week three. We encourage you to reach out to any providers in your area and let them know that you and your staff would like to be notified if and when doses become available. TDA will publish this updated list weekly. Cool. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much for all of your help. I really appreciate it. We're going to share our... our- our internet history. That's what it, basically here's equivalent. a link. Yeah. This is what we searched for. You can too. We just had to get it on our own. Working all night traffic on the way home. My uncle's calling me like, where are you at? Oh, Jesus Christ. So, and I'm the bad guy now and I'm almost sure oh, yeah. that, yeah, I'm the bad guy. Um, and I'm almost sure that I'm going to get like some letter from, um, like the judicial council or something for like saying things unbecoming, whatever, whatever, like whatever. Hmm. All right. Uh, That's what you get for being a somebody. I'm a nobody. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. I'm not a somebody. <laughs> I mean, like I, so I was on well, the I've board the bar. Of, of the Texas Dental <laughs> Association like eight years ago, you know, uh-huh. like, our, I, you know, like, yeah. so the, basically what they're trying to tell me is that because of that, I forfeit my right to have an opinion. Like, no, I'm a dues-paying member. I get to say what mm-hmm. I want just because I used to be in exactly. leadership. And I guarantee you, if I was in leadership right now, I'd be screaming this at the board mm-hmm. meetings. Like, this cannot be our answer to this. Is Here's a link right. to the list. Call around. That's not an answer. No, no, that, that's no. That's not worth the, what you paid in dues. So, no. Ah. <sighs> It's Man. bullshit is what it is. What a mess. Well, so yeah. is uh, Craig Harder uh, in Idaho or is he in Washington? No, oh, he's in Washington. Okay, he's so he Washington. got his today. Uh-huh. He's in a small town. Moses Lake is population, I want to say 40,000. Okay. I mean, so, uh, but I guess like from a state perspective, mm-hmm. if you really fought, if you really fought around to try to find it, you could, you would, you could potentially if I, go. If I was having trouble... Locally, I would just make the two-hour drive and go visit Craig, grab a beer, and then go uh, get shot. Yeah. Take some shots and then get a shot. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Nice. Where I went today, like, the people could not be nicer. They were so nice. Mm -hmm. I went right before closing time, which I felt bad about, but it was, like, as soon as I could get over there after I I left work. And uh, they were super kind, super nice. And, in fact, like, the guys there said, um, there there was, like, just two male nurses there at the end, um, and they were, like, the hospital administration told us this weekend that we should be doing 500 vaccinations a day. And we've only really been doing 250. Today, we maybe did 300. 
We actually even called some dental place, some dental office or dental, uh, I don't remember what they say, like dental organization, dental office to tell him to send people over. I think he was talking about like an, uh, like a San Antonio district dental society. I could be, yeah. he didn't say it by name. Sure. He's like, yeah. we even called some like dental group to try to tell them to send all the dentists here because like we're, we're only using half of what they want us to use every day. That's right. You don't, guy, want that shit, you don't want that shit to thaw out either. Well, it's like, are you, are you insane? Like, <laughs> did you call someone? Like, did the San Antonio District Dental Society get a phone call and like just ignored it or what? Like, or did they just call like a, like maybe they just called like a Bright Inn or a Monarch or uh, yeah. an Aspen or something like that. And like, maybe, maybe they told their people or whatever. I, I don't know for sure. Yeah. But, but they were like, <laughs> the nurses were like, man, we should just start calling dentists and telling dentists to come because yeah. they need it. I'm like, fuck, yeah. dude, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> like if only the Texas Dental Association leadership could hear you what you're saying right now. Like, you have too much. You're, try- you're having a hard time giving it all away. Yeah. God. Uh, awesome. Well done, TDA. Lance, this is an advice show. This week. We answer your questions. <laughs> we answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We start to tell dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences gmail.com. We don't want just any boring questions, do we, Lance? Fuck no. We don't want a bu- we don't want a bunch of questions like what's the best dental association? Because we all know that the Academy <laughs> of LDS Dentist is the greatest <laughs> dental association of all time. We went to questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. I believe he's a founding member of the Academy of LDS Dentists. I'm, I believe so. Do you think Gordon got his vaccine yet? Oh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. He he's... may have been like a number two. Like Fauci yeah. was the first one, and then like next <laughs> uh-huh. may have been Gordon. Probably. He's like he's a high risk group. He's... High risk group and legend. Uh-huh. Like we got we have to get this man vaccinated. You can't let the legends die. No. Could you imagine if COVID brought down Gordon? Oh, God. That would... I'd be so, like, disillusioned. <sighs> yeah, that would suck. Can't bring down. No. What was it when, when history... Don't take Clint. I mean, geez, not Gordon. When history... There's something like when history beats legend, print the legend or something like that. Like, oh, Gordon's yeah. just legend. Right, right. Just legend. So, I'm, I'm hoping Gordo got his... Um, if not, uh, Gordon, come fly down to Texas. I will personally pick you up at the airport and I will escort you to Krista Santa Rosa where they will, uh, the nicest uh, nurses in the world will give you your vaccine and you'll be done. Um, question one, listener Austin asks, just had a patient give me unsolicited circumcision advice <laughs> for my soon to be born son by sharing all three of her boys experiences with me. This is the same patient who told me about her. Uh, her saving of her placenta for nutrients, cooking it and making supplement pills for her kids. She went so far as to show me her photo documentation regarding said behavior. I did not ask for any of this. Any tips on how to professionally shut this type of stuff down? My comment of, well, some of my family is Jewish, so I'm sure they'll be coaching me uh, well for the circumcision decisions didn't seem to slow her down one bit. This was a decision um, you never had to make, right? No, not even once. Um, <laughs> is this like Matthew McConaughey's sister? Is she into that stuff, or what? Is he? he I mean, is yeah, he's a, yeah. he's a little out there, but I didn't There's know he was story. like eat There's the placenta out there. 
I heard he ate the placenta. Yeah. I. Not my he thing. had to have like taken it to Franklin <laughs> Barbecue, right? To get like barbecued at the briskets or something. <laughs> Probably. Seems like a McConaughey thing. Yeah, it's a, the Texas way. Is you he's know, gonna take it to Aaron Franklin and he's it. gonna do a dry rub on it and then smoke it at 180 <laughs> degrees for six hours. Absolutely. Probably really good. <laughs> if Aaron Franklin cooked placenta, I would mm-hmm. eat Franklin Barbecue placenta. Really? Yeah, I would eat Franklin Barbecue anything, Lance. I'm not familiar with Franklin Barbecue, but it sounds great. It's a very famous brisket place in Austin <laughs> okay. that, um, typically speaking, uh, has a line that starts at about seven in the morning. Um, really? And by two o'clock, they're completely sold out of food. You're typically going to wait in line for four to five hours to get your oh, brisket. Um, God. So much so that there are people that, as a job, um, you just hire them to stand in the Franklin line for you. That's what they wow. do for a living. Wow. I don't think I like brisket that much. Ah, you haven't had Franklin brisket, I, my friend. This is true. This is true. I don't I think not. it's on Gold Belly. If it was on Gold Belly, I would send it to you. <laughs> okay. um, let me see. I would send it to me first. Yeah. And I would send you what I didn't eat. <laughs> the leftovers. So good. Um, Look at these no, little it's crumbs. Just, it's, it's like the best. It's like the best brisket you'll ever. Okay. It's it's. I mean, it's just, it's the best barbecue you could ever possibly eat. So it's all I can I, I don't mean okay. to oversell it, but it is. Um, yeah, it actually is on Gold Belly, but it looks like okay. it sells out every All day. Right. Um, a whole brisket plus sausage <laughs> plus Texas sauce, two eighty nine sold out. Um, yeah, it just looks wow. like you got to be on right when they post this stuff up um, to 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 get hmm. this stuff out. Yeah, two hundred forty nine bucks for a whole brisket on Gold Belly. Wow. Wow, that's uh. So if if this bad boy cooked a placenta, I'd be down for it. Okay, all right. I, to self. I know there's like a placenta shampoo. Really? I think it's horse placenta. It's not human though. Wow. Uh, let, let's look. I've seen that at the store. I'm before. I'm out of it. I I had no idea. Yeah, there's there's several placenta shampoos. Um, they're made with I'm I'm assuming horse or animal placenta, natural plant ash, extract of aloe vera, cactus. Uh, jojoba. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's plenty of different placenta shampoos. So I guess that's a thing. It seems hippy dippy. I'm assuming she's like advising against circumcision. Yeah, I mean, if you're cooking placenta, I'm guessing you're probably not down for the circumcision. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Looking at the way the rest of this reads. Ugh. If you were having, if you had a son, let's let's say okay. Holly came in t- tomorrow and says, surprise, we're pregnant again. <laughs> after you sort of gathered yourself, um, cleaned up yourself, well, all of that. There'll be discussion since the vasectomy well, yeah. was 18 years ago. So. <laughs> I'm just like, this is a hypothetical world. Okay. That it's, that it's, all right. Lance Jr. is on the way. Okay. What would you pick? What would you do? Well, I'd freak out first. Yes. Uh, there would be a whole lot of... After that. Hey, great. Congrats. Um, yeah, you know, I I got in discussion with, uh, with a few people years ago uh, about why circumcisions are even done and, and things. So I probably would lean more towards, yeah, not doing that. And um, Wow. 
Leaving him with the turtleneck, huh? Turtleneck, yeah, for sure. If I had a son, they'd definitely get circumcised. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. I don't know. It was a compelling argument my friend had talking about the mutilation and, you know, consent. and <sighs> It's just weird. I know. It looks I've, weird, man. I know. I'm not. <laughs> it was just what you did. So, um, so his question is about how to shut her down so that like, she doesn't right. talk about it. Um, there's a couple, I had a couple things. Okay. Pa- Pass through my mind. First off, um, she just showed you child pornography basically, <laughs> right? <laughs> she pulls out pictures of her kids' dicks. Uh, like, you yeah. know, that might be a, that might be something that, um, the, uh, like child protective services might want to know about, right? Uh, well, maybe eventually. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have thought of that straight up first go. I mean, it's just like, all right. Oh, here's some photos of my child's dick. Like, that does not seem like a perfectly I mean, legal thing to do. Is that your wallpaper or your screensaver? <laughs> I mean, how readily available were these photos? I want to know if it's like uh, like a live photo, you know, like where you kind of do the long <laughs> touch and like the photo moves. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, like normal sure. people shouldn't have photos of their kids' dicks on their phone that they show to their dentist. Like, that's not a normal thing. Not of their kids, maybe their own, but... Well, this, so that's my next, like, you want to shut this thing down? <laughs> Do you remember that scene in Jaws where Richard Dreyfus and, um... Oh, who played, who played, uh, the, the, like, drunken guy? Um... The ship's captain? Yeah, um... We talked about the doll eyes. Da, uh, Robert Shaw, a doll's eyes. And they're talking about uh, all the scars that they have, right? Okay. And they're like, oh, I got this one, like, uh, hung out of Outer Banks, a tiger shark winged me while I was uh, skin diving for uh, abalone. You know, like, and they're just comparing that back and forth. Like, this would have been an opportunity for him to say, like, she's there, like, she's comparing battle scars or whatever their kid's dick. Right. Like, he right. just pulls out his dick. And right. it's like, you know, like, yeah, it took a little bit circumcised too much, you know, took off then some, you know, and he's yeah. just, he's just showing her his dick. Right. Um, right. As matter of factly, as she's showing him her child's dick at dicks, I feel like that would end this conversation fairly quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you showed it from, you know, pictures from your phone, it's less impactful, but if you just, Oh no, 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 you right got to whip there. it out. Yeah. You got to whip it out in the, yeah. Hop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe get yeah. like a mushroom tattoo or something. So mushroom stamp. Something. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like that would, that like, he just asked how to shut the, shut down the, the, the discussion. That's the way yeah. you shut down the discussion. Mushroom stamp is definitely end most conversations. Yes, for sure. So for sure. Um, Ask me how yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is just like, Hey, how about that? Like that goes a long way here. Hey, how about that? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you again in six months. Have a yeah. good one. Yeah. And just just out. You know what I mean? Like, I I wish there are many times I wish that I had like um a a panic button or something like on me. I don't know somewhere sure. like I, some somehow I like tap my watch a certain way or something, and it sends like a distress signal to my office for them to come be like, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Doctor Hamilton's on the phone for you, line uh-huh. one. Like, oh, I, yeah, I got to take this. I got to go. Right. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I need that sort of 
that's where you you need a panic button here. Isn't need, that a feature uh, on Yappy? Don't they have a button for that? But see, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> I'm talking to the patient. I'm not on the computer. <sighs> okay. That needs to be Gina. We yeah. need a we need a we need a uh, patient is showing me pictures of her kids' circumcisions button on Yappy so that the rest mm-hmm. of the staff knows to come save me by telling me some fake doctors on the phone. Mm-hmm. I think that should be standard. Not not even a, like a paid upgrade. It's just standard just part issue. Of the deal. Yeah. Doctor Austin, I'm sorry, but uh, the the mayor from Jaws is on the phone. He wants to talk to you about <laughs> shutting down the beach on July Fourth. It's urgent. Like, right. oh, I got to take this. I got to I got to roll. Yeah, it's never I too early roll. for July Fourth planning. No, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal in um, Albany, <laughs> Amity. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Amity. That's what it was. <laughs> In Albany. <laughs> uh, question two. Let's see here. Reddit user Dardar33 asks, can denture tablets kill you? That's it. That's the question. Can maybe denture if you tablets swallow kill them, kind of like you give Alka-Seltzer to a seagull, they'll blow up. <laughs> yeah, their stomachs explode. <laughs> I think that's with rice too. That's the urban legend of like that's why you can't throw rice at a yeah, wedding anymore. I think so. Um, yeah, have, that I, sounds about right. Can you tell me off the top of your head what is in a denture tablet? Oh fuck no! Did you ever so, learn what was in a denture <laughs> tablet? Like all of the garbage nope. bullshit that we learned. We learned how to make PIP paste in dental school. I swear to God, we Did spent you? like forty minutes like. There's you whip Crisco with some other shit. I don't even remember, but I specifically remember in one of our removable pros classes, the instructor mm. spent like 20 plus minutes on like a fucking recipe for PIP paste. I'm like, bro, I'm just buying it from Patterson. Cool. Like, yeah. Could we I, do some other things? I don't remember it being part of a lecture, but it's, it's my recollection it was it was about a 30 second mention by my clinic instructor just saying, yeah, if you run out, go get some Crisco, slap it in there. Like, yeah, there's like something that you do to Crisco or something you add to it and then you whip it or something. I don't remember. It's in my yeah. notes from huh. dental school. I had no idea, so I looked it up. So here are the ingredients of a, of a, a polydent, which I would assume in they're all probably fairly the same. Sodium bicarb, okay. citric acid, potassium caroate, sodium carbonate, sodium carbonate peroxide, TAED, Sodium benzoate, PEG one eighty, sodium lauryl sulfate. Well, that PEG one eighty will fuck you up. PEG one eighty is a rough <laughs> one. Yeah. Somebody, one of our listeners, and I forget who. I'm so sorry for not giving a proper shout out. Is Dustin Cruz or or maybe Jared Gibby? One of those two. I can't remember. Sent me a T-shirt that says I'm saving pegging for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> right after, right after we got married. <laughs> which was which was great. It's, but peg one eighty makes me think of. Oh, that's awesome. Um, sodium bicarb <laughs> in and of itself. Uh huh. That's just Arm and Hammer. You're good. Yeah, but then mixing it with citric acid and all these different like I sort I don't think it's going to kill you, but I don't think it's going to be good. I don't think you're going to feel great afterwards. Yeah, you might have a tummy ache. For a few minutes. Now, can it kill you? Well, anything will kill you in high enough dose. Well, so, yeah, or, or like you could 
get one wedged in your airway. Sure. Yeah. And it, you know, it could, it could, sure. it could lead to your death. Or yeah, uh-huh. if you ate, if you had a pica and you ate <laughs> forty of them, uh huh, that might not be great. You're you're asking for trouble. I'm pretty sure that's uh, unsafe practice. I don't see anything on the website that says you shouldn't eat them. Although there is a tab that says report adverse event. Huh. I wonder the call center, what type of calls they've received. I bet on the box. I'd be, it's got to say on the box, like, do not eat, right? I, I would think. I'd be willing to bet that somewhere on this motherfucking box it says, <laughs> you should not eat this. Do not get you this in your eyes. This, bad boy. Do not consume. Bro, it's not eat. a suppository. Yes. Um, yeah, there's nothing that really. That really says, could it mm. kill you? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to go great in stomach acid. No. I don't think that's going to be a much great does. mix. Yeah. It's not a good party drug. Let's put it that way. Hmm. What do you think would be worse or could kill you faster? A poly, like eating polydent tablets or eating polygrip like the cream, you know, like the adhesive cream. I feel like that shit could like cause a bowel obstruction or something, right? Yeah, I would think. If you squirted a whole tube of that polygrip and you ate it, I'm guessing it probably makes it through your stomach and your small intestine. And that like that's not absorbing. Like it's like it'd be like eating bubble gum, but like mm-hmm. a hundred times worse. Like it, that might obstruct a bowel. I think yeah. super polygrip. More likely to kill you by consuming than polydent would be. Yeah, that's bad for the jejunum. Yeah, the jejunum does not like denture ad- adhesive creams. As a rule, yeah. Um, that's it. We we didn't learn anything about any of that. Like all <laughs> we, prostol is like, if you make a good one, they're not going to need it. Yeah, <laughs> right. but I don't make a good one, so they are. Yeah, I suck, so I refer that shit <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. So why don't you tell me like all of these things so that I can tell them like. Yeah, by the way, yeah. this bottom denture is not going to fit. So you are going to need some of this and this and this to go to go in it. Um, For sure. And a denture tablet kill you. <laughs> there used to be a, um, a show called Mythbusters. Do you remember Mythbusters? Oh, yeah, I do. And they would, they would like have some urban legend. They would test it out a bunch of different ways. And it was just these two guys like tinkers or like engineers. And they would just engineer yeah. some shit. And there was, yep. they, they had one on uh, like the, the urban legend that you could make a bullet out of ice and shoot somebody with it. And then the ice, after it, after it enters their body and kills them, it just melts. And oh. so the bullet melts. And so, uh-huh. but that it just like, so they were testing that. And it obviously doesn't, doesn't work. Like it doesn't, you can't even fire it. Um, what if somebody made a bullet out of a denture tablet? It could probably kill you then, right? Probably, yeah. Seems like it would be dense enough. Like if you made, if you made a bullet out of it, it seems like it'd be hard enough that it could be fired into somebody's body, or like made in some sort of like buckshot, like in a twelve gauge shotgun or something, and and could could do some damage. Yeah, I think at that point, yeah, that, that'll fuck so you up. I think they have like they have like shotgun rounds that have salt in them that will like mess people up pretty good. It's like. Uh-huh. 
non-lethal unless it's like super point blank range or whatever but right but, uh but can mess somebody up they should make that they should make uh polydent 12 gauge and it's just a yeah, fast well, way to clean a denture we have a ammo shortage right now so yeah, there, there it as, is as the alternative we got polydent <laughs> um let's look at dar dar 33's post can you reuse denture tablets the day before i'm currently trying denture tablets uh is just using soap and a toothbrush isn't helping anymore. I'm planning to put the tablet in water, putting my retainers in them when I'm not using them. Can I reuse a solution? When should I replace it? Also, are denture tablets poisonous? Huh. So maybe this is like a teenager with the retainers and they're just... Uh, they're on fucking Reddit. Obviously, they're a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Here, all right. So we have some good ones. Is porn bad for you? No stupid questions. <laughs> Subreddit. Is masturbation bad for you? No stupid questions. Well, are you a Catholic priest? The answer is yes. No, I think it's <laughs> best for them. Don't they say you'll go blind or go straight to hell or something? Well, I'm not yeah, Catholic, but, so I don't all know. All right. So if your options are <laughs> molest a child or masturbate, which uh-huh. one do you think is better? Well, I, aren't they opting for the child? That's what I'm saying is they need to reevaluate those yeah. those those decisions. What counts as studying? <laughs> I see most people on here studying for six to eight. My question is, what fills up most of the time? I know it depends on the class motivation and goal, sir, but my brother who had 10 AP classes in high school said he doesn't study nearly as long. So what counts as studying? Like, is it mostly review over notes? Practices, flashcards, etc., or is it basically a crap ton of assigned homework? It's all of the above. Studying dude. is studying. Homework yeah. is homework. Yeah, it's you do it all, and whatever uh, your learning style is. So, uh, in the subreddit of dentistry, wouldn't it be bad to use hand soap when cleaning retainers? No, it would not. Nope. It's actually very good. It says, "Wouldn't it be bad to use hand soap when cleaning retainers?" Because you know, hand soap. <laughs> Flawless logic, Lance. <laughs> I used my hand soap on my face once, and uh, yeah, that and was a bad idea. your face turned into a hand, and your hand it, turned into a face? It was weird. It was weird. God, <laughs> this guy's all over dentistry. Since it's, since it's advised to not rinse after brushing, can I also not spit? Sometimes I feel like spit out way too much of the toothpaste after brushing it. Is it okay if I just don't spit and swallow? <laughs> um, should I brush after every meal with retainers? Should I brush after, uh, after every meal while on 24-7 retainers? In the morning, after I brush, my saliva is yellow for a little bit. Concern? How to brush teeth? What should my routine be if I'm wearing retainers? These are all questions that he's asked in, in dentistry. Can retainers cause recession? How's my routine? Um... <sighs> You know how they say there's no such thing as a stupid question? Yeah. Here we are. I think are. we may have found a list. <laughs> how often should I clean my retainers? Um, let's see if that's his first one. How to take care of retainers. Is it okay to drink water after a mouthwash? Proper retainer care. Did their orthodontist or dentist just give them retainers and just wave? <laughs> yeah, they just kicked him in I the mean, ass. Sayonara. Good luck. 
Go fuck yourself. How often I the mean, floss went on retainers? Question about retainers. <sighs> Every time I eat and take my retainers out, should I brush, floss, and mouthwash and clean my retainers each time before putting them back in? These are all different posts. Can retainers cause recession? Wow. We're, God, this is wild. Receding yeah. gums. I want to get at least two more. <laughs> there's got to be two more. There's got to be two more. Please tell me there's two more. That may be it. <laughs> You're letting me down, pal. So close. That's a lot. That's a That's, lot of like asking the same thing over and over and over. That is not a few. I would say that that's like he's he's karma mining, but oh. those things don't get any karma, right. especially when you've asked the same fucking question fifteen hundred times. Yeah, yeah. It it if you're mining for karma, don't suck at it. Yeah. No, that looks like all of it, although it's still going back. I just don't know if I want to spend oh. 30 minutes trying to find more. Um, I want to see what this guy's karma is because he just has like a million posts. His karma is 2,300. And he's got just like pages and pages and pages of posts. So he's just not mm. very good at posting cool things on Reddit. He's young. Yeah. He wants to know if denture tablets will kill you. <laughs> Awesome. No, but I might. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but watch out for Lance. Uh, question three, Reddit user trying to meet your mama asks, <laughs> temporary crown and blowjob? <laughs> this is an out there question, but I really need an answer. So I was recently involved in a car accident, and in the event, my top right incisor was cracked essentially in half. I had to have a root canal done for it, and a temporary crown was placed over what was left of the tooth. I have to wait about two weeks before I get my permanent crown, and I'm luckily not in any pain. I'm seeing this guy, and I'm worried that if things get a little hot and heavy, I'll have to back out of giving a blowjob. I know. Would it be okay if I did, or would it be too much for the temporary crown to withstand? I'm worried about coming back up without a tooth or damaging my tooth even more. So this also kind of brings up something. Um, they said I cracked essentially in half. Um, no, that's called a fracture. You broke that tooth. A, a crack is, you know, a crack. The thing is still whole. Uh, so I love how you can never believe whatever a patient says when they say I chipped a tooth, but no, it's fractured at the gum line. And they say it's fractured and you know, there's barely a chip you can't even see. It's one of my pet peeves is we don't speak the same language. But way to bury the lead. Uh, we're talking about the blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get it? Like, the, the fucking word blowjob was in the title, and you're off of here by like, crack while a crack is this and a fracture is that. Well, actually. <laughs> I love the, the first comment or one of the comments somebody says, if you're using that much teeth, you're, 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 it's too much. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. Listen, we've had questions like this before, right? We I mean, have. This is, the, this is our fucking show. You know, this, this is, is what we're known for. There's a lot of duck sucking, dick sucking. Um, yeah. 
You know, normally it's extractions. I think this is the first about temporary crowns. This is true. Um, yeah. So I, I, I looked at this as an opportunity to educate because I, I asked myself, mm-hmm. you know, what is the actual like bond strength of like temp bond? You know, right, right. And I, I, I couldn't answer that question. So I went to PubMed and okay. I just typed in temporary cement plus blowjob. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just searched for. I searched on PubMed for a. Um, uh, uh, retention of, of temporary cements. Um, and so I found a study done in 2017 in the Journal of Clinical and Experimental Dentistry um, by Juan Luis Roman Rodriguez, Diego Milian Martinez, Antonio Fons Font, Ruben Agustin Penadero, mm-hmm. and Lucia Fernandez Esteban. And it just looked at um, several different... Um, uh, uh, provisional cements, and it did uh, basically retention tests on uh, those those cements, and, and came up with retention values. So we have five mm-hmm. temporary cements here. The first one is Dical, which I've never used for a temporary cement. No, have you? No, no. I I had an instructor in dental school mention it like that, and I looked at him like, "What are you fucking high?" It's wild, yeah. Like yeah. it sets in thirteen seconds. Like, yeah, it's worst um, temporary cement ever. So if if there's previous thermocycling, okay. Dical has um, a, a retention rate of around 15 newtons. So it takes 15 newtons of force to dislodge a temporary crown that's cemented with Dical. Um, I'm assuming that these are all cemented on, you know, probably four millimeter uh, uh, cores that have, you know, 10 sure. to 15 degree taper would be, would be my guess. Right. Um, it, I'm sure it says somewhere, but I don't, I don't want to fucking read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. 10 human molars extracted within the previous three months were set in blocks of plaster shaped to fit the milling machine, which is then used to prepare the teeth. So it's prepared mechanically, um, the previous the the prep was scanned, um, so they were prepared exactly replicating um, one previously scanned prep. So mm-hmm. these teeth are all sort of similar preparations. Um, a coping was designed as a provisional restoration to match all the mill molars, um, and the coping included a handle to facilitate axial traction. So then they cemented them and then tried to figure out how much force it took to get off. So mm-hmm. without thermocycling dical was 41 newtons with thermocycling 15.7 hmm. plain old temp bond so traditional temp bond mm-hmm. with eugenol with previous thermocycling 12 newtons without previous thermocycling 49.8 newtons hmm. uh, temp bond ne which is non-eugenol um, with thermocycling 8.3 newtons, way down there, way low. Without thermocycling, way up there, 77 newtons. Oh, wow. Um, and then temp bond clear, um, mm-hmm. about the same, actually more. Um, previous thermocycling, 23.6 newtons. No previous, previous thermocycling, 22.6 newtons. So virtually mm-hmm. the same. That's the only mm-hmm. one where uh, the, the without, with previous thermocycling is actually better than the okay. one without. And then Telio CS Link. Uh, with thermocycling 27.6, without thermocycling 60.5. Um, that begs the question, Lance. What the fuck is thermocycling? Uh, I was going to ask you. Um, 
Let me see is, if it's Is says. that what mimics nature the most? That's what I that's that I that's my guess. All 10 copings were cemented with all five cements. The five groups underwent traction testing, so they uh they were basically then immediately tested. Five of the groups. Okay. Um So thermocycling is where they do 190 cycles of 5 to 55 degrees. So they're just raising the temperature up and down. Okay. Constantly. So temperature up down, temperature up down. I guess that does something. So they're to, not loading it, they're no, putting under mastication or compressive forces. They're no, just it's changing just the temperature. So I okay. guess that has something to do with like expansion and contraction, expansion and contraction. Okay. You know, uh, I guess. Uh, uh, thermodynamic expansion and contraction. Okay. Um, so it looks like at a minimum, eight Newtons, that's the lowest one that's on here, that's temp bond NE mm-hmm. with previous thermocycling, 8.3 Newtons. Okay. Um, and at a maximum, 77 Newtons, which is the same thing, temp bond NE, but without previous thermocycling. Those are the two, very. it happens to be on the same cement, but those are the two widest variables. Extremes, okay. Um, if you're in between that, you could dislodge it. Now, I don't know how that factors, but at eight newtons, when I think about like a third of the force that I, or about half the force that I screw in a, a healing abutment onto a integrated implant, right? That's going to be about 15 okay. to 20 newtons. Sure. I don't know if I, I don't know if, if you could generate that much suction force. That's a hell of a lot of suction. That, that is a lot of sucking. So, um, it's not likely to come off from that. But I mean, that, that's one reason why I, I, I lock my temporaries on. I, I, I don't use you temporary do love cement. To, you do love to shrink wrap. Love to shrink wrap. It just does not come off easily. So they yeah, can uh, my suck away. don't. I have to cut off. So in the past, since I switched to um, Tough Temp Plus from uh-huh. Pulp Dent, which is my favorite temporary material. Okay. And uh, the stuff that I heard about from Alan Mead, that Itena mm-hmm. Dento Temp. Mm-hmm. Since I switched to that combination um, over the past year and a half, I've had one temporary crown come off. One. Yeah. Um, I've had to cut off probably 50. Yeah. So it's much more likely for me to have to cut it off. So exactly. um, I could do a full arch of temps and I, like Jenna Jameson at her like, like apex mountain. Right. I, I don't think she could suck those temps off. It'd be a fun study to um, fund and uh, put to the test. Do you think that, um, do you think that any, any dental publication would, would publish that? You think like Jada would be in in on that? Jada, whatever you call it. Yeah, Jada. They, Jada. I could see them try to be creative with the wording, <laughs> titling. <laughs> so if you read between the lines, you know exactly what went went down. But uh, there's they wouldn't touch that study with a ten foot pole. Fallacionic ratios of forces. <laughs> Well, actually, in the mastic, or, uh, the <laughs> stomatonathic masticatory system. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think there's any chance. Now, certainly, you have a shitty temp on a short, shitty prep. Yeah. Short, over tapered, shitty prep. Um, and certainly, like, 
I don't know. There's, you know, you see some of those are like <laughs> the patient breathed wrong and they, uh-huh. fell, you know, and like yeah. gravity, <laughs> gravity pulled it out. Yeah. That's, um, so that's kind of a different story of that, but like if it's a decent prep, it's the two spin endo. So I'm guessing uh-huh. it, you know, it probably has a post in it and, and, uh, and sure. a nice core. Um, if it's got any amount of vertical height and it, you know, as long as it's less than 20 degrees of taper and three millimeters of vertical height, I, mm-hmm. I think this, I think this person yeah. could suck the fucking curl off a trailer hitch and not have that temporary crown. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a safe bet. This just goes to show you like it's at the end of the day, it's all fucking fundamentals, man. It's all prep design. It's all mm-hmm. taper and length of walls and which all like that comes down to tissue management. Like, it, it's it's I get chastised sometimes by some of my lecturing friends for like like spending the amount of time I do on fundamentals, mm-hmm. and I just firmly believe it. Like if you're I don't care if you're if you're prepping a twenty eight unit case, mm-hmm. I don't care like all the shit. If you can't like prep taper right, if you don't know how to do occlusal reduction, mm-hmm. like none of that shit matters. Like th- those are the fundamentals, and like. Here's the thing. If you do know to, how to do the fundamentals right, like it extrapolates, it it makes those cases of 28 preps or whatever, it makes them so much easier because it's just like, you know, there's no tricks and things like that along the way, like using your stent, your your mm-hmm. wax up stent to like basically, you know, preload with some stuff and then r- reduce that so you don't over reduce and all of that. Mm-hmm. All those like little tips and tricks are fine. But at the end of the day, it's like good preps, man. Yeah. It's like if you can prep number three Emacs well, like then you can take those lessons that you've learned and extrapolate that out to a full math case and your full math case basically then just boils down to 28 single unit preps. And if you can do those right, then your case goes right. You know what I mean? Like you can manage all those things. So and talk to the labs and and the fundamentals seem to be skipped quite a bit. That's it, man. That's the thing. It's like, we get all this lost in, in, and you know, like a shout star, guy Moody, but it's like, everybody wants to take the CE on these fucking big, like open sinus lifts and all Uh that shit. And it's just like, I should fucking learn how to prep number three first. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I'm not saying like that, 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 that other stuff is not important and going to take Apis continuum and all that, like fucking great, do it. But also spend some time on like the single unit crown prep. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, like the other shit just comes off of that, you know, uh-huh. like it all boils down to that no matter what. It's like, yep. you can run the most exotic spread offense in the world, you know, but if you can't throw a uh, 18 yard out, on third and 15, like what the fuck does it matter? And you if know? the old line can't block and, and buy right. your quarterback some <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Right. And ma- if you can't, if you can't snap the ball, right, you know, uh-huh. it doesn't, none of that shit matters. And so yeah. this comes down to it. Like this, this patient, I don't know if it's, they, they don't identify themselves with a gender. This patient wants to suck a dick mm-hmm. and their ability to do that hinges on your ability to prep well mm-hmm. and make a nice temporary. I hope that was inspirational. <laughs> you give meaning to my life. You're the inspiration. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if they have any other. No, they have. Um, they have uh, eight karma. This is their only post ever. Yeah. Obviously a throwaway. Account. Yeah, that makes sense. I do. So, uh, the person who said, uh, if you're using that much teeth, if you're using that much teeth, it's too much. Uh-huh. They said, I don't use any teeth. I curl my lip over my top teeth. So nothing <laughs> touches him. Yeah. I'm there's... just worried that the pressure of that will loosen the crown. Hmm. Not if it's prepped well and it has good tape. Yeah. If it's done, good yeah. Draw. If it's done right. Knock yourself out. Yeah. 
You can do that all day long. All night long. Um, you got a song? I do. Be sure to rate and review us. What star rating would you give to the American Dental Association, Lance? Um, fish. <laughs> <laughs> Purple. What star rating would you give to Working Your Friends' Dental Podcast? Five stars. Big, Big fan, fan of five. five. Big fan of five. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, if you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Um, was there something? Oh, tell, oh, yeah, tell your friends about it. Um, unless they're in leadership of organized dentistry, and then apparently it's yeah. it's no one can have a different opinion. Than That's right. That's right. Uh, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits, and it's exactly social what bullshit. it is. Social bullshits. Yes. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that fucking follow button. Lance, <laughs> tell me about your song. Well, I've still been thinking about you and, and um, your month. And uh, yeah. this, this song... It was kind of a funny thing. Um, so I lived in France from 89 to 91. and there was What? A, I've never heard this before. <laughs> and there's a gap where things that were um, popular in America, I didn't even know about. And I'm still to this day finding movies that came out that I had never heard of that were apparently a big deal. And vice versa. So there's a, a group called the Christians. And it's not a religious group. Ever, there's a couple brothers. Their last name is Christian. So um, it wasn't a song about Jesus or nothing. But... They actually had a song that only got to number 18 in England, but it was number one for like 13 weeks in France. Wow. And so by living in France, I kept hearing this song everywhere I went for months. And it was a song called Words by the Christians in 1989. And it was, it's a love song, but it's played at funerals a lot. And okay. um, it's it's slow. It's a long, slow, it builds up at the very beginning. So um, most people are going to be turning off the podcast at this point <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a song I really enjoyed and was thinking about you as I played it. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Do you know where, uh, this, so they're from Liverpool. Liverpool. Um, mm-hmm. they, yeah, their origin was 1985 and they extended into the 90s. Um, yeah, they didn't sell very well in the 90s. <laughs> this is funny. Wikipedia lists their, them as three genres. Number one is soul. Number yeah. two is acapella. Hmm. Number three is sophistopop. <laughs> I am not familiar with sophistopop. It says sophistopop is a subgenre of pop music. The term has been applied retrospectively to music that emerged during the mid-1980s in the UK, which incorporated elements of jazz, soul, and pop. Music so classified often made extensive use of electronic key, keyboards, synthesizers, and polished arrangements. Um, let's see if I can find some other people um, who are... Major artists in- included Scritty Politti, <laughs> Simply Red, Sade, okay. The Style Council, ah. Baja, okay. Swing Out Sister, Prefab Sprout, and the early work of Everything But The Girl. Okay. 
Is that the one? I can the, see that. And I missed you. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the desert missed the rain. And is that, isn't that everything but the girl? It is. Yeah. Good Good pull. Um, that's Sophistapop. I never Sophistapop. knew that was Sophistapop. I, I was unaware. I was Sophistapop unaware. sounds like a Marvel supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> like he's really into like fine wines and martinis and like really yeah. nice cigars, but it's, he's also like trying to explode the world or something. He's, he's Sophistapop. It's in the MCU, but it was on the, one of the other movies that built up towards the Avengers. Yeah, it's like game. Doctor Strange Part 4. <laughs> yeah. It's like when we see Sophistapop come up. <laughs> Uh-huh. He's just like this fucking guy. <laughs> can't can't stop talking about shot A and uh, and <laughs> and and how uh, Belvedere is actually better than Grey Goose. That's right. Um, that's he just bores you with that kind of shit. That's fist pop. <laughs> that one. Oh Jesus. Um, for Lance Termerman, I'm Josh Waston. Peace. Celebrate the foreskin. <laughs> Cheese bags. <laughs>
Foolish one 